pay attention to this. Women in their 20s and 30s are asking for men to be able to listen in a way that they feel understood. Like, if you want to be more attractive, that's the fucking thing. Yeah, welcome back, Warriors. My name is Rob Wong. And I, I... I don't know why it was uh, Whitney Houston was coming through there. Um, I'm Scott Pagliaccio, and it's good to be here with you, Rob, as always, and laughing as we always are, man. It's been a journey to get here. And I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm fucking grateful and happy to be here with you and all of our listeners to talk about this very interesting topic that uh, the listeners seem to be very intrigued by and want to hear more of. Yeah, I went back through the data and like every single episode that we've done about dating is like got double the amount of listens from y'all. So we get it. We're going to talk about dating today. <laughs> but more particularly, you've never you've never run into her before. You want to ask her out on a date. How the fuck do you go about doing that? For me, I tend to, I have social anxiety. I I would love to just go up to someone's face and be like, hey, you're hot. Want to go on a date? But if I were to, <laughs> if I were to try that, I would fucking, I'd have a meltdown. Like I would have anxiety and probably be like, end up talking about something that doesn't matter, like her hairstyle, uh, instead of asking her out. So the way I go about it is, I try to establish as much safety for myself in the conversation beforehand. I kind of hedge my bets. So I will show up at an establishment over and over and over again until I feel like a regular, like I belong. And when I run into someone new there, it's like they're the stranger. From there, it, it, if they do something that stands out to me, like I like the energy that they bring, um, then, then I would have a conversation with them about it. And I might mention that I found them attractive or something. Um, so I would, I would say that's the bare bones. Like how do I establish myself in an environment so that I can talk to someone I'm attracted to, but there's more nuance after that point. Cause now we've just covered like the first five seconds of the interaction, but how about you, man? How do you, how do you approach this for the listener? I feel like it's pretty similar to what you do, man. It, it, I noticed with women who are maybe closer to my age, I'm a little bit more direct and what I noticed lately is I go to a gym where there's lots of younger women, college students, and I find myself being very attracted to a lot of them because they're attractive, beautiful, young, fit, intelligent. I'm mindful that they're there to work out. I usually go in, if I'm in that particular environment, go in and I don't go for the low hanging fruit. I don't compliment them on their body. Like, you know, a lot of times I am impressed because I, I really have noticed that women are really showing up powerfully in the gym, man. Like they are in there putting in the fucking work and, you know, they're like men, men like to show off their bodies and they're wearing tank tops and women are wearing like booty shorts and, you know, they're taking their sweatshirts off. Wait, and wait. Just, what is going on at this gym, man? There are women showing up in booty shorts. I've, I've never, I've never seen that. I'm talking booty, like I'm talking spandex booty shorts. Everything oh, no. in your fucking grill, dude. Like, oh, okay, oh, okay. 
I, I, I thought it was like like people wearing like cut off jeans with the ass hanging out. Or okay, so you're you're talking about yoga pants. That okay, got it. Yeah, but, but like short short yoga pants with your literally with the, you know some asses that are hanging out like not not Daisy Dukes or whatever like not jean shorts. Yeah, but um and like some pretty revealing you know attire the other day i saw this girl and she was doing she was walking on her hands and when i see that i get excited like i i'm like impressed and i'm like there's an in there's an opening for a conversation there because i'm assuming she probably does crossfit and i love crossfit and it's like there's an opportunity for me to say hey i saw i acknowledge her for her strength not like hey you're fucking hot let's grab coffee it's like no, I really respect what you're up to over there walking on your hands. Are you into CrossFit? And that's kind of the way in. And I've noticed that the women that I do approach and acknowledge them around their physicality tend to appreciate that more than if I'm, you're, you're really cute. And like, if I'm just complimenting them on their body, I noticed a girl that I've become friends with through a guy that I work out with, he goes to school with her. And I, I thought, you know, she's fairly young, um, but she's attractive and she's having a difficult time finding men because they're boys that are her age. And, you know, they're not really understanding her. They, they don't know how to listen. And I'm like, well, I have these fucking skills, but I felt afraid because of the age difference. So I kind of came at her sideways. Like I knew I wanted to ask her out but I didn't just come directly at her with it. I'm just noticing shit about me, you know, and how I do things. And sometimes it's not, I get, I'm afraid. And, you know, so I do kind of a nice guy behavior where I'm not coming straight through the front door. I feel like it's been such a long time since I've had this discussion. Um, a lot of the stuff that I used to have to really think about is internalized now. So it's helpful to like hear you talk about it because it's then it's like, oh, right. Yeah, wait, there is a rule like that that I operate by and it does help. So the first thing that came up when you were speaking was, hey, uh, it's actually really helpful to be in an environment where the socials are built in. Meaning if I am going to a library and try to chat up girls, it's going to be it's going to be <laughs> a little bit weirder. It like, because the environment specifically is designed to like get you to not talk with the other people. So now I'm running against the the grain of this environment in order to start talking to this gal. Not great. If you're in an environment where conversation is normal and encouraged, uh, then you and you show up there repeatedly, then you're in a position to do a lot better. So like, if you were to go to something like authentic relating or circling or some kind of small accountability group or you're in a social club, or you're in an environment like rock climbing where you have to, you're going to talk to people because you're sitting down and resting in between routes, right? These are environments where you will naturally have an easier time because you're not the weirdo when you start talking with other people. The other thing that I got when you were speaking um, is you, you can think about the beginning of asking someone out on a date in like three very basic steps. One is just don't be fucking weird. And by that, I mean, <laughs> you want to you be congruent. Like if you're nervous, 
you tell her that you're nervous, right? Yeah. You don't try to hide it and be extra loud to try to appear confidence. So, so don't, don't force the issue, I think, is maybe what I'm trying to convey. The second piece is, hey, start the conversation. And starting the conversation may be as simple as like, hey, I noticed you and I think that you're attractive. Um, but as Scott was saying, coming in with like, hey, I think your body is really banging doesn't really do as much for women because, yeah, like she's probably caught guys looking at her like ever since she hit puberty and like all the time. And over time, because so many guys are not congruent with this, they don't go and have a conversation or they pretend like they weren't looking. It becomes a creepy behavior like they're trying to hide an agenda. Um, so it's not worth it to compliment her on that thing because if you do, they'll get lumped in with all the other creeps. Um, which moves us into the next thing which popped up for me, which is, hey, okay, what do I actually acknowledge her for? Scott's example is a really good one. Um, the rules that I like to run are, first, what do I see in her that is valuable to me? What's a value that I have that I respect that she's demonstrating. Like one time I saw a gal come back into a grocery store to like give back extra change that she got from the cashier because they did the math wrong. And I was like, that was really fucking cool. And then we got to talking. Like this was like 9 p.m. at like a Ralph's or something like that. And I ended up dating that girl. But it worked because one, it's obviously something that she values. Two, it's something that I actually really care about. Like that's most of us would just take that money and run. So now I'm actually in a position to be talking with someone who I can respect uh, and who operates in the world in a similar way as me. Um, and then the final piece is like, if I'm going to be acknowledging someone for something, I want to make sure that it's something that they put a lot of effort into. It can't be like, hey, I like the way that your face is. Because like... <laughs> nice face you got there. <laughs> nice. I like it. Nice, hey, nice nose. You want to go out on a date? <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, like, what do you do with that, right? Like, if if some random bro comes up to you on the street and they're like, yo, I like your face. What? How, where does the conversation go from there, right? <laughs> I can't even imagine. I don't know, man. Uh, it's uh, like, I, yeah. Yeah, right? It's just like a thank you and then you awkwardly shuffle off because it's like, what? I didn't put any effort into making this face, the, my face. It, yeah, cool. I'm glad you like it, but like, like maybe... <laughs> Jesus made it. <laughs> yeah, like I don't have a lot of control over how this turns out. Jesus' dad made it, not Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, you should be thanking him. Thank God. Thank God for my face. And my mom and dad, because they banged really good. Yeah. This is what came up. <laughs> this is what happened. Right? Look, that's that's the only that's the, really it's like the only logical place you can take that conversation. So you can't it's it's harder to acknowledge someone for their appearance. You can't acknowledge a sense of style, right? If they took time to make sure their threads were like they look they look clean, right? And it it's it's color balanced, it like it's fitted, and you can tell they work out in order to make the outfit work. That's something that'll work, but it can't be something that they never put any effort into. Cause like, yeah, that's a conversation dead end. I was with a guy when he was like complimenting a woman on like her body, something to do with her body, and I felt cringed out like i was like holy fuck man 
no wonder women are so fucking paranoid about dudes. Like I could feel, I could feel it in my body, what it was like when, you know, what like all the women in the whole entire world feel like when they're hit on in that way. And I was like, holy shit, I'm never doing that again. And that's kind of the thing, right? It's like a lot of us, a lot of men don't have an understanding of what it's like to be pursued and and not in a positive way, right? But one example I think a lot of us can relate to is like, imagine if you started getting approached by women, but like all they wanted was your money. And they're like, they start a conversation with you. They're touching your arm. And then like 30 minutes in, you think you're good, right? Like she's interested in you. And then like, then she's like, hey, here's my cash app. <laughs> can, I get, can I get 50 bucks? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you send me like 200 bucks or something? You know, we've been having such a good conversation. Now imagine 99 out of 100 conversations with women start going in that direction. You're like, I thought these fucking women appreciated me for me, but they're just like after my goddamn wallet. And over time, you're going to be like a little suspect. So like the next time someone's like, yeah, like you just walked out of that bank, didn't you? I bet you got a nice big bank account. You're going to be a little bit, <laughs> a little bit like, what the fuck is this? Like a little bit triggered, a little bit upset. Like, oh God, another, another fucking one. That's what women have to deal with, except it's like sex. Like after a while, you kind of just start to smell when someone has an agenda, which which is why another reason why I believe and why Scott believe that like going through the front door is a better idea. She knows that you're there because sex is something that you're thinking about, probably. And you being upfront about it at least clears the air. At least you're like you're like communicating about your shit. And if you are then to come in with like something that you actually appreciate about her character, that isn't her appearance, that isn't sex related, it shows that you're you're paying attention to other things, and that's not the only thing that you're after. So th- this is very basic. So this is part of don't be weird, which is step one. Um, so so <laughs> I think that's what I have to say about weirdo, that. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely been a weirdo for sure. Like I felt weird today when I was talking to this girl woman you know like i really wanted to ask her out like and i did um but i i i for me like we rob and i were talking about age difference what i've noticed is that that's my hang up i sometimes have a hang up and when i do it i i feel like it's um communicated that way like if i feel uncomfortable and i'm not just like powerfully asking for what i want i feel like the woman can pick up on I want to make it seem like I just want to ask her out for a coffee and I don't want sex, but that's kind of the vibe that I was given. I think I was given off today when the truth of it was I wanted to ask her out because I find her attractive and yeah, like potentially go out on multiple dates or something more than just wanting to have a conversation. And I feel like I, the way I came at her with it was maybe not like really conveying what it was that I wanted. Like if I felt off, I'm imagining she must have felt that or, you know, could pick up on that as well. And I probably came off creepy because I wasn't being authentic. Lots to say about that, man. Lots to say about that. But I think um, it's that piece around energy that I want to talk about because I wish someone had fucking explained that to me in the beginning. 
Yeah. Like so much of what I learned was back back when I was growing up was called like running game, right? You learn a spit game. Right now it's Riz. But like so much of that was like, hey, focus on what you want to say and make sure that your delivery is funny and you make her laugh. And like it was like this whole it's, it was all about the words. And when I look at it now, like I feel like all of that was wrong. <laughs> like like yeah. more, more important than any of that was like, what's the vibe I'm giving off? Uh, like Scott was saying, like the energy that I feel that I'm feeling in me is the energy that she's going to feel. So if I'm nervous and I'm judging myself and I'm like, Oh, what the fuck am I doing? She's going to feel all that from me. And it's going to feel like discomfort. And the more intense it is on my end, the more likely she is going to be to leave. Like so much of this is an internal game. I think with regards to the age gap, I don't know how many of our listeners are like older dudes that are interested in like younger women, but I, I was here. I was hearing that like it's more common for women to be attracted to men that remind them of their dads, which <laughs> makes just, a lot of sense to me, man. Always a fun topic, right? But but there's yeah. this thing about like how if women have like older dads, they tend to be more okay with dating much older men, right? So while it used to be something that was really uncommon and really frowned upon before. I think a lot of us are waiting longer and longer to have kids. So this phenomenon is going to show up more and more. And you may run into women who are more attracted to older men, which I guess if you're a younger man, this is something that you're running into right now as well. And that's something to keep in mind. And I I also wanted to say, this is the other important thing. If you don't know what to say to her, that's actually okay too. Like it could be as simple as starting a conversation with this human where it's like, Hey, there's something about you that I'm drawn to. And I want to have like more of a conversation with you if you're open to it, like learn more about you. Um, let me know if you're up for that. And like that's that's as good of a reason to start a conversation as anything else. And if she's not down, she's not down. There's like what, like another 10,000 women that are relatively attractive in your age range that happen to exist in your city if you happen to be in a big metropolitan area. Like, you're never going to run out of women to have conversations with. I think the thing that threw me off the most in the beginning was trying to spit game all the time. It's like, oh, I got to win her over. Oh, I have to attract her properly. And when I was coming from that place, I wasn't actually listening to what she had to say. I was planning my next move. And that's what will fuck you over 100% of the time. So don't do that. Yeah, no, you're right. Because after speaking to this woman the other day, that's exactly what she told me. She's like, I, I, I don't feel seen, heard, or understood by any of the, these men that are my age. So that right there for me was kind of like a, a bell. Like, hmm, well, I know how to do that super good. And I think she's attractive. Perhaps... You know, I, like, I'm just saying, like, and then I, I didn't feel, I felt a little bit off today when I approached her about going out for coffee because of the age difference, but that was my shit. Um, but it, it makes sense, especially for the young men that are listening, like, pay attention to this. Women in their 20s and 30s are asking for men to be able to listen in a way that they feel understood. Like if you want to be more attractive, that's the fucking thing. Listening, hearing them, validating them, being able to be present with them. Like 
she came out and mentioned this and I was curious, like that's my other favorite tool is just, just follow my natural curiosity because that's my in too. Like I, I, that's my into her world and to understand like, what is she, you know, what's going on for her? Like, and I don't have an agenda other than to listen, to find out what's going on in her life. And then also it does create an opportunity to have a deeper conversation and ask her out for coffee. But I just felt weird today. You know, I felt like uh, my age is, is weird. What they're asking for is us to listen to them and to hear them, not just listen. So you can, like you said earlier, to fucking just respond, but to listen to what it is that they want and in a relationship, you know, they're pretty clear and concise or this woman was on what she wanted, but she's not finding it out there. And she felt frustration. She's like, man, I can't be met by any dudes that are my age. And that was like a, a bell for me too. Like, Hmm. Okay. Well this, you know, I, you know, I think I'm hearing like, well, maybe I'd like to go out with an older man who knew, who knows how to do this, who knows how to meet me. Yeah, I, I think the biggest ex advantage of becoming an older dude and being in the dating game, which I am now not, uh, but when I was there, the biggest advantage was capacity of mind. Um, and by that, I mean, I'm awake. Um, I'm able to see the world in shades of gray rather than defaulting to right and wrong, black and white. And I'm also willing to explore with curiosity the shades of gray to understand them. When I was younger, it was very easy to just see someone, label them, quickly judge and assess who I thought they were, and then that label would stick for me. I would respond to them as though they were that label and that assumption. When you wake up to the that as an automatic process in your mind, it all of a sudden gives women exactly what they were looking for the entire time. Like women, women hit this stage much earlier than men. And then they spend like their entire twenties waiting for men to kind of like catch up and maybe wake up too. And a lot, yeah. a lot of us don't. <laughs> and this, this is just, this is the bare minimum for a lot of women. They're just looking for someone who's present. And we, we all come from this place, right? It's like this unwitting arrogance of like, oh, I've got it all figured out. I know what's true, what's 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 right, what's wrong. I know what, who this person is. You don't, and your willingness to be humble and to like discern who that person is in this moment, again and again and again and again, is what's going to get you that date. Um, if you don't, you're going to come across as everyone else who has not woken up yet, and she's going to pass on that. Doesn't matter how attractive you are, how hard you hit the gym, or what your bench press is. Uh, she's not having that in the long run. Totally, man. Yeah, I, I've noticed my ability to be present has gotten so much better, and that definitely lends itself well to getting dates and to being attractive in a different kind of, in a deeper way. Like, yeah, I got the salt and pepper thing, the old, the, the, you know, the old man kind of vibe going, which is cool, but that only gets you so far. I love the practice of being present with another human being. People aren't used to it. I have men crying in my arms when I listen. I've had strangers in my apartment that came to clean that started sobbing just from my ability to be present and listen in a way that they felt understood. And it, men, women, whoever is listening to this right now, like that is the, 
That is the game changer. That's the Riz. You want some fucking Riz? Learn how to validate people, how to listen. It is probably one of the greatest skills that I've learned. Like with some of my closer male friends, when they're they're like ask, they'll ask me a question and then they're like looking in the other direction and just like, yeah, yeah, when I'm talking, when I can visibly notice that they're not even looking at me and they're just saying, yeah. And I, I get, I start to get activated and I, and I didn't say anything the last few times, but this is reminding me to set that boundary for myself to say, Hey, you know what, man, I, I can't expect him to show up in a way that I need or want him to, if I don't let him know that he's not showing up in a way that doesn't, you know, that doesn't work for me. So it's my responsibility to advocate for my need here and say, Hey man, I'll wait for you to get, you know, come back around and get present because I don't feel like you're listening right now. So I guess what I'm trying to say is the Riz, new Riz is not game, it's presence and it's listening to understand. Yeah, for sure. Here's what you think, man. No, no, I think, I think it's been that way for as long as we've been, we've been running this kind of social dating thing. Like, you know, people used to get married for like property and land rights or whatever. You like essentially bought a woman and she came with land or something. Uh, goats this yeah this does not apply to back then but as as long as we've been dating for attraction this has been a thing it's it's not game it's literally just are you here and are you paying attention and and one of the things like you know men get a lot of crap for not being present but women are like that too sometimes like and one sign of lack of presence that i think both sides can understand here is like all men are pigs right that person is not awake. They're not present because they're triggered. This person does not have room for a conversation. She assumes that all men are the same way. It's like, that's not fucking correct. <laughs> like, not even close. Yeah, like when, when I can catch myself making similar assumptions. Oh, she's a hot woman, so she must be X, Y, or Z. I'm not mm-hmm. present. I am not here. If I have an assumption about her, let me go check with her and see what she thinks right? What did she actually like? That's game, right? The, the mere act of following your curiosity and be like, hey, I noticed I had some assumptions about you and like that you would be like mean or unfriendly because you're attractive. And I wanted to find out what it was actually like to be around you. This is the I'm beginning of something. That, I'm, I'm using that, right? By the way, I just wanted to press, press pause for a second. That is fantastic because like listening to you say that, that's so authentic and real. Like, hey, man, going up to a beautiful woman and saying, hey, man, I, I'm over here making up stories about you because you're attractive that I think you're mean. I, I think that's a great, powerful way to approach a woman. So thank you for that. That if you were to do that and be grounded about it, that would be one of the highest demonstrations of social ability that she probably had seen like that year. Um, but th- that's just an example, right? I'm not, I'm not trying to run game here. It's just, Hey, I'm aware that I have an assumption. I'm going to have a conversation with this person about it. I think it might be interesting. And I know that I can hang in this conversation as a result of this, she's going to see me in a different way than almost anyone else that she's encountered. But that's just my approach, right? Your curiosity will take you in a different place. But it's important to start looking at like, okay, well, where have I made assumptions? Because she's she's liberal, so she must be X, Y, or Z. She's conservative, so she must be X, Y, or Z. And when you can grapple with that, when you, when you can show that you're aware of those things and then still have a conversation with someone and find out the fucking truth, that's where the dating is. 
And it, sometimes you find that what's underneath all your assumptions is someone that you really genuinely respect and that you are attracted to. And you're like, something cool might come of this. I'm really physically attracted to this person too. At that point, you have a conversation about that. And then maybe she feels the same way. Now you're dating. And it didn't take any any strategy. It didn't take you doing your hair in a specific way. That's a good jumping off point. Like, especially because in the beginning, we were talking about not like coming from a place of like, oh, you're a hot body. Like, like you see that about her and then you make this assumption and then you bring that to her. And then you're like, hey, I want to know if this is the truth. I'm over here judging you about how you look. You know, I think that's another perspective. And I also think about men, you know, what we typically do. We would, we'd be around a bunch of other men talking shit about this woman. Oh, fuck her. She's a bitch, man. She looks, she's, you know, like making up stories in community with one another. And I find that happening, not frequently, but it does happen where men, um, you know, are making up stories about women or I'd go, I'd fuck the shit out of her, man. And I'm like, dude, you won't even go up and talk to her. Like that's, a, that's some bullshit right there. You don't even have the balls to fucking go, go say that to her right now. Go, go tell her what you just told me. And you know that's not going to happen. So I think it makes a lot of sense to me if you find yourself judging someone, this beautiful woman, and you want to wait, you you really want to show her that you're more than just like all the other guys, that you can handle conflict and you're self-aware and uh, you're, you're being authentic and coming through the front door. Like... I would imagine, like you said, not most women are used to men coming at them in that, in that, in that way. I'm going to use that. Like if I find myself, you know, like looking at a beautiful woman rather than just sitting there judging her, like I'm going to go and say hello and say, you know what? I was over here, blah, 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 thinking you're so beautiful that I, you know, that you're this way or that way. If that, see, if that's my truth. So I, I like that. I think that, it, that doesn't feel like Riz or game or any of the things we were talking about that is like a technique. It's like, no, I'm coming from an authentic place and I'm genuinely curious, a curious place as well. So authentic, curious, honest, that feels like it, that woman could trust me. You, you bring up the most important distinction here. Um, so some of you are going to listen to be to this and be like, yeah, that's a really good technique. I should try that. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> what Scott is saying, right? It's, it's, there's a, there's a really thin, fine line here. And I, I often struggled with this back in the day where it was like, someone would come up with an idea and be like, I should try that technique. It, it, it won't work for you like that. Um, the minute it goes from being authentic and curious to, a strategy to get something, it will fail. Um, all of this has to be authentic. It has to be rooted in what you are wanting to create for yourself rather than what you are trying to get from her. Mm. Does that make sense? Like it does for me, yeah. but like that really landed really, really powerful for me big time. Like it's not about getting something from her. It's about what I want and then going and asking for it in a, in a front door. We talked about this too, right through the front door that because getting something from her is like sideways back door. Like 
hey, I'm going to do this thing so I can try to get this thing from her. That doesn't feel good at all. And you're right. I don't think it will work for you. You, the listener, it, it has to be authentically how you feel because we talked about vibes too. Women are going to feel that from you. They're going to feel like you're trying to coerce them or get something from them. Yeah. And, and, and to add an ex- or I guess more detail on this thing, because I'm looking at what I said and it's like, it's still kind of murky. It's still a little ambiguous because it's still theory. What I, what I think I mean is I'm in this to satisfy my own curiosity. Like this little mm-hmm. game that I'm playing with myself to like, like figure it out. What is the truth here? I'm not like trying to get a kiss from her. I'm not trying to make her attracted to me. I'm not even trying to get a date. I am just going in to satisfy this thing that I want to create in the world for myself. And whether or not she answers in a way that I think is correct or makes me wrong. Oh yeah, I am a bitch. Get out of here. Oh, <laughs> like, no, no, I'm actually, I, I think I'm friendly. Do you think I'm friendly? No matter what the outcome is here, I'm still yeah. getting to win because I'm like satisfying my curiosity with this game. It doesn't matter what her input is. So it's independent of what she does. And that that's the most important piece or man, I, I say that about everything here. These are all important pieces, but this, yeah. is, this is one of the most significant. For sure. For sure. Like that landed big time for me too, because I feel like the, when I addressed that woman today is because I wanted something and I was afraid to ask for it. Mm. I want, I wanted a date instead of just genuinely following my curiosity. Like the conversation I had with her yesterday versus the conversation that I had with her today felt completely different in my body. I think that's what makes dating feel so confusing because it's like, hey, that guy just said the same thing that I just tried to say and it worked for him, but it's blowing up my fucking face. What is going on? Um, it's, it's really subtle. It's, it's really hard to pick up. I, I remember that would fuck me up all the time back in the day, but it was just like what I feel she feels i feel nervous about this she's gonna feel nervous about this um so if you want to help with that kind of deal oh go ahead no i just like the distinction that you made too like me genuinely being curious and then me wanting something from her that was the difference that like i can recall those two conversations and those were the two distinctions one made me feel like perfectly fine and the second one today had me feeling fucked up so that is there is a thin line yeah that yeah yeah i don't know i feel like what what comes up for me i fucking know rob i know and that's yeah i think i just went too far with what the fuck i was saying (laughs) I, i get it i get the way it felt in my body both times one was not authentic and one was and i know what i was doing and how i was being in one instance and how it was what i was doing and what how i was being in the in the next and yeah but i mean that's that's fucking relatable dude like i feel like in the beginning when i when i first noticed this thing the other thing that came up was like all of my communication has a fucking agenda. Like all of this is tainted. Like and it doesn't matter when I try to talk to a girl, it's going to come off weird. Cause I have all of this shit that I'm trying to get from her. I, I had such a hard time letting that stuff go. Um, it, it, that comes with time too. Warriors. If you're, I, I think there's this whole process of getting acclimated to being around people that you find attractive. And 
when you do get acclimated, the agenda goes away. Then there's room to be curious, but that takes time. You don't you don't need to fix this right now. It'll it'll come to you over time and you have the rest of your lifetime to figure it out. Even though right now it probably feels like this is a disaster and you need to fix it right now because you got to get laid. That was that was where I was coming from for many, 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 many years. Yeah, just, just trust that it's a process. Trust that you will get very good at this because you are trying to get very good at this by listening right now. It, this yeah. will arrive for you the same way that it did for Scott and I. The other thing that came up for me, and, and this is completely irrelevant, like it doesn't help you at all. It might help the listener, maybe. That's my hope. Was when you were talking about this gal, the thing that, the natural place that my brain wanted to go with that was, oh, like the men in your life, like they don't really make you feel like you're heard or seen. Do you mind if I try? Mm, that's good. That's good, man. That's really good. Yeah, I felt like it would be like a fun game to just like experiment with because I, I, I would want to know if I measure up. Like, what the fuck is she actually looking for? Um, yeah. And then, then later I could admit that like I wanted to try because I was attracted to her and I wanted to see if that was <laughs> would me totally, man. I think but, <laughs> hey, listen, I, I'm talking to some girls and they like fun games. I'll tell you another thing. Don't if you're texting, don't I'm done with emojis and exclamation points and all that shit, man. And I'm using uh <laughs> like just eggplants. Nothing but pictures of eggplants. Egg and squirty water stuff. <laughs> no, dude, I'm not. I'm not sending any of that shit anymore. That's so feminine. It's so not masculine. At least in my experience, it it lands differently for for women. I'm noticing, like, no, no, I'm not doing emojis. I'm not doing fucking smiley faces, exclamation points, eggplants. None of it, man. I'm not sending any of that shit anymore. And I'm also. Do you remember in uh, what was that movie with Steve Carell? where they sent him into the bookstore to, to hit on that girl. And all he was doing was just saying back what she was saying. Like this, this woman said something to me yesterday. I, I can't wait to hold you in my arms. And I just said back, yeah, I bet you can. And that was it, man. And I just left it there. And like, you know, I feel like that gives this sense of polarity. And it wasn't a game. It, yeah, maybe it was a game a little bit. It was, it was, it felt kind of fun though. Like, I feel like with the emojis and the texting back really fast and like exclamation points, like that's a, that like coming at me, I get it from a woman, but I wasn't sending that stuff back. And I kind of felt a little bit more masculine and I don't know if that makes sense to you, um, but it just felt like it, like there was a sense of polarity because I've also noticed in the past when I'm sending emojis and all that shit like i'll get something back like with them implying like okay i'll give you an example this woman sent something back and it was two women high-fiving her and i were having a conversation over text and i get this fucking gif or whatever that thing is and it's two chicks high-fiving and i'm like what does that mean like she thinks that i'm like a chick and like that's not the vibe that i want so I I'm like, like, I'm <laughs> out, man. i feel like you might be reading into that too much man <laughs> probably <laughs> Dude, I, I'm studying myself so much. I want to know, but I did notice with like pulling back on the emojis and the exclamation points and the excitedness, like there felt there seemed to be more of a polarity in that way. 
where just I don't know if that makes even any sense to you. No, that does, man. I I've experimented with that myself. I think I think it's worth playing with just to see like what what is the balance of expression that I'm looking for here. I and and this is going to be different for everyone. I I think currently I'm at the point where it feels like I'm good with it as long as I'm not like trying to like convince someone that I'm feeling a certain emotion by using these emojis. It's like every once in a while you'll run into a girl and she'd be like throwing hearts in after everything because she's like trying to come from love and gratitude everywhere. But you can tell that she's not because like what she's sending you is like kind of shady. Like it's <laughs> it's it's like, a, it's like a little bit of a stab in the kidney, but it's got a heart behind it, right? Because so so you know it's coming it's coming from love. Like I never want to be coming from that place because it's misaligned. But like I think I just learned that I can communicate using emojis as a way of clarifying what I'm feeling or adding tone to what I'm delivering. But if I'm trying to do it to like appear more interesting or like convey an emotion that I'm not actually feeling, then it's time for me to fucking stop. Cause that, that shit is uh, incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's kind of how I felt too. And I like the no emojis. Just like what I'm saying is what I'm meaning. Like just matter of fact, boom, there it is. No fucking exclamation point. No, no sausages, no fucking squirty waters, no fucking peaches, no nothing, man. Just straight up fucking words. Yeah. But sometimes this the word play and the, the sexting and texting can be fun. I wanna I wanna go back and see your emoji history, man, because I'm hearing a lot of like it's like all sausages and squirty water, like <laughs> fucking peaches and kiwis and fucking eggplants and shit man all over the place wait what what okay it might be behind on the times what it was the kiwi mean i i i don't know if i'm not sp- really the kiwi yeah, yeah yeah i think that yeah if you take a look at it that's <laughs> the closest thing you could make you know to a vagina i'm behind on the times man all right all right well i gotta do my or research after I this i guess Maybe that's just something I do. Let's start throwing this into the conversations with my gal. I'm going to feel all risque and she could be like, why are you craving fruit so much? Just no comprehension. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Throw a tongue in there and some squirty water and the fucking kiwi. You'll be good. (laughs) Solution here is more more emojis. (laughs) Yeah, we were... You got a girlfriend, man. I'm talking to women that I'm not... Really, like, I don't have one. So if I did, I would probably send the squirty emojis and the, <laughs> in, the, in the yum faces. Okay, yeah. New game plan after this podcast. I'm going to send uh, a bunch of suspect emojis with no context and just see what happens. I will keep you posted. Yeah, please do, man. I want to know. That sounds like a blast. I want to see what your girl sends back to you. Like, it'll be like three or four or five question marks. <laughs> WTF in caps. Very excited to find out how this plays out. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, th- I, th- I think that's like a nice note to close out on, right? Like, hey, just take your time. Like, you have time for this journey. You have time to explore. And the more you can treat it like both of those things are true the stronger your game in air quotes will be like, I think game is just a, a Riz is like a casual side effect of you being here and now 
right? Yeah. Riz, Riz is just you having a, an actual conversation with someone with no assumptions in place uh, and seeing where that goes. So give it a whirl. Let us know how it goes for you. And if you got something out of this, uh, hit hit the buttons and the stars. Like, in the, in the, in the peach emojis. In the, in the ass emojis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send yeah. us some ass emojis. We like those. Those are good. Egg, eggplants all day long, baby. Water emojis. <laughs> Did you say a squirty flower? There's a squirty flower emoji. What the fuck have I been doing with my life, man? <laughs> no squirty flower, squirty water emoji. But you know, I don't. Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta, I gotta scroll through. Apparently, there's some new additions to this library that I have not become familiar with yet, but I should. Yeah, right. get on that. Get on the emoji situation, man. It's it's imperative that you do. Gotta get I my fucking emoji life, life together. Yeah, get your, that's the next shirt coming out. Get your emoji <laughs> life, your damn emoji life together. Will you? <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, I got I got nothing more to add here. Love you, thank you for listening. A- anything for you, man? Uh yes, keep on laughing, man. Like th- I love this. I love this. La- I love that we embody the name of the podcast and laugh. This it ain't that fucking serious, man. It's really not. Like you said, be here now, be present, be in your body, take some deep breaths, go for what you want, be honest, be transparent, be trusting own your shit, come through the front door, and that's fucking it. And it ain't that serious. Have some fun, laugh. I think I pissed my pants a little, so. (laughs) 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 Just more squirty water, I guess. Maybe something yellow. Anyway, we'll, we'll contemplate more about this offline, but in the meantime, Warriors, thank you for being here. We love you, and we'll catch you next time. Peace.